thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. To the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. Thank you for joining us today for Jesus the Healer. We are thrilled to have you with us, and we're thrilled with the Word. Amen. We are thrilled with the Word. I so appreciate something that Brother Hagen, Dad Hagen was our spiritual father for decades, and he used to say this to us. It's when you get thrilled with the Word that it works for you. What's that mean? You're not treating it casual. Your, your heart is engaged. Your heart is hooking, hooking in. And you know what thrilled people do? They're expecting something. That's why they're thrilled. They know something is connected to what, what's in front of them. Amen. So they get, we're thrilled with the Word. I said we're thrilled with the Word. Why? The Word holds our help. It holds our answers. And I will say this to you. We're believing God for answers for you today. We are believing God for answers for you today. Amen. Um, a, couple of, a couple of episodes ago, we started ministering a particular direction, talking about this. How long are you going to put up with something? <laughs> it's, and and what, what, what are our circumstances waiting for? They're waiting for our faith to see the to see what the outcome will be. Yes. Yes. Amen. Um, so, if you were not able to watch the two previous episodes on this, go back and watch it because we um, we don't want you to miss what was said previously. And uh, you'll find this that on this broadcast, I repeat things over and over, and over. And over. Yeah. Why? Because I know. Full faith does not come with one hearing. Yes. Yes. Faith Amen. comes by hearing. Yes. But the more we hear, the fuller that faith yes. is. Yes. And so I say things over and over again. Why? Because they're a living thing. Yes. The, this word is a living thing. And yes. we want to, uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't get old. Yes. Amen. Right. Amen. And faith is always excited to hear it. Yes. Thrilled yes. to hear it. Expecting yes. to hear it. We were talking about... Um, taking testimonies of those who have received healing, miracles. And when we rehearse those testimonies, that we find our answer. Yes. We yes. find direction for our own lives when we're faced with like circumstances. So I've been taking something that happened in Brother Norval Hayes' life. Now, Brother Norval Hayes was a man who taught faith and healing. He was a, a, a leading voice in the Word of Faith movement and um, precious man of God. He's in heaven now. Um, but God said things to him that we don't want to let slip. He was not raised in a church that taught healing. He was not raised in a church that taught him about the faith of God, yes. but God brought him into that knowledge. Yes. 
and he had had his mother that had died in her 30s. His brother died at the age of 19. And I tell you what, when you've been violated by sickness and death in your, yeah. in your family, yeah. um, you're a prime candidate to pick up the truth of God's word and just go out and help set yeah. others free from yes. that which you had to face. Yeah. And uh, you can turn someone else, you can turn your suffering into, into skill. Yeah. That you become skillful yeah. with the word of God. And uh, you go out and you, with, with that skill, you go out and you bless other people's lives. But we've been taking something that happened in the life of Brother Norville Hayes. And his daughter, when she was a teenager, had 46 growths that, uh, that appeared on her body, on her hands primarily. And uh, they had gone to the doctor on several occasions to have them removed. And every time they would come back in multiplied fashion. So medically, there was nothing they could do that would help her. And so Brother Norville had been praying for several years, God, heal my daughter. Heal her of those growths. And really the way he was raised, that's all he knew to pray. That's all he knew to say. That's all he knew to believe, to believe that God would intervene. Yeah. and do something. But how many of you know, we have to understand this. God has already intervened. Yes. <laughs> God so yes. loved the world yes. that he gave yes. his only begotten yes. son. What, is, what was that? A divine intervention. Oh, yeah. yes. So we're not in the position of waiting for God to intervene as Christians. Yes. He already intervened. Yes. And in that intervention, he translated us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. He equipped us, empowered us with all the blessings and the ability of heaven. All of it is at our disposal, but the trigger on it is faith. When we pull the trigger of faith, all that belongs to us flows into that need and addresses things. Amen. So this is where Brother Norval was. As a denominational man, he, he just was asking God, intervene, do something, do something. Well, he prayed that way for several years and got no results. Well, we have to learn that if we're on a road for several years and never arrive, we're on the wrong road. Right? I mean, if I'm going from Southern California to Northern California and I'm driving for like 10 days, yeah. <laughs> And I don't ever arrive. I know this. Yeah. I'm, I need to double check. Am I in Arkansas? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Am I in Mississippi? Where am I? <laughs> if, if you're not receiving the answers for your life, where are you? Yeah. Where are you? Yeah. Are you on the right road? Because if yeah. you get on the right road, you will at some point arrive. That's right. You will at some point arrive. And we know that sometimes we don't arrive in a moment. We don't arrive overnight. You know, if I'm, if I'm going to take off and I'm going to drive from Southern California all the way up to the northern part of the United States, I'm not going to get there in a moment. I'm not going to get there even in a day. I'm going to have to spend the night somewhere. What's that? I'm going to have to take the time. Yeah. I'm yes. going to have to take the time. Well, uh, if we will take the time to put the word in us and then take the time to implement that word, yes. hold to that yes. word and yes. give that word the time yes. in our lives to do its divine work, we'll arrive. We'll arrive. Yes. We'll arrive. Yes. 
will always arrive yes. when we're on the road of the word. Yeah. Now, if we're right on the road of feelings, we're going, we're, our, our faith vehicle is going to break down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We won't ever arrive yeah. because you can't arrive on the road of feelings. You can't arrive on the road of um, mental reasoning. Yeah. Yeah. That, will never, that will never cause us to... to uh, get to our destination. So, um, Brother Norval, as, as I said, was addressing this need the only way he knew. I, I love something Sister Gloria Copeland says. She says, if you're doing all you know to do and nothing's changing, you need to know more. Because you don't know enough. Yes. So you don't. You can know something, but that doesn't mean we know enough. Yeah. Amen. 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 And so, uh, Brother Norval knew something, but he didn't know enough. Right. He didn't know enough. He kept asking God to do something. God do something. God do something. God do something. And he prayed that way for several years. Nothing happened. Get off that road. Yeah. 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 But because at least he showed himself still interested yes. in re receiving a miracle, right. God, God met him. Mm -hmm. Now, God met him in a very spectacular way. Yeah. He was walking through his living room one day, mm -hmm. praying for God to do something. And one day he was, he, his, his foot was, took a step in, in that living room and the next step, was a step in heaven. Wow. He stepped over. Yeah. His spirit left his body and he stepped into heaven yeah. and Jesus stood before him. Um, but what if he hadn't kept, kept walking? Right. What if he hadn't have just kept going? At least, at least doing all he knew. And then God could direct him. Now he directed him in a spectacular way to step into heaven. We have no scripture to uh, promise us that we can expect an experience like that. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. But we do know he'll send us help. That's right. yes. And sometimes our step into heaven looks like showing up at church and hearing our pastor. Sometimes our step into heaven where we hear our answer looks like you hear a sermon. Yes. Yes. You, you read a book. Amen. But this day for Brother Norval, it was a spectacular dealing. Yes. Right. He stepped into heaven. Yeah. Jesus stood in front of him and uh, Jesus gave him his help mm -hmm. that he yeah. needed. Right. Jesus could not do his help for him. Mm -hmm. yeah. He That's could only good. give him yeah. his help that he was to do. Uh, God can't do our part, but he will certainly help us uh, know what our part is to do. So Jesus asked, the, asked him a question, stood in front of him, asked him a question. How long are you going to put up with those growths on your daughter's body? Now notice this. Why did he say this? As the head of his household, Brother Norval had authority over those in his household. Yes. Yes. Now, there comes a time as our children grow that as they're taught the word, mm -hmm. God expects mm -hmm. their faith to take a role yes. Yes. in them receiving their own help. Right. Yes. But the parent's faith can assist. Yes. The parent, when the, <clears throat> when the children are young and are growing, 
God will let the, the faith of the parent operate in behalf of the children, but there comes a time that they have to join their faith in with their parent. And then there comes a time when the parent's faith can't help. They have, they have to, so it's a process. But we do see this, that Jesus was saying, what's going on in your house is because you're putting up with it in your house. You're permitting it in your house. As the head of the household, as the head of that family, he had the authority to not permit sickness and disease in his household. So how long are you going to put up with those growths in your daughter's body? Because she's under your authority, they were under his authority. Now get that. She was under his authority, so what was connected to her was under his authority. That's right. That's good. Yeah. So um, I love, I, I just love this. I love the sincerity. I love the simplicity. I love the honesty of Brother Norval's response right. to this correction. Mm-hmm. He said to Jesus, what do you mean? <laughs> I love that. We have, we have done that so many times with God. Maybe not in those exact words, but probably in those exact words. What do you mean? <laughs> Give that person such and such and such amount of money. What do you mean? <laughs> give them $200. What do you mean? I mean, give them $200, you know. Go, go pray for that person. What do you mean? <laughs> right? Yeah. It's comical to us because we hear ourselves yeah. in that. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? But really, he genuinely did not know what Jesus yeah. meant. Yeah. Again, Jesus stated, I said, how long are you going to put up with those gross in your daughter's body? Then he went on and said this, if you will curse those things in my name, in the power that's connected to his name, they will die and disappear. No question about it. They will die and disappear. Notice he didn't say when they would. Yeah, right. It didn't, they, that's all we need to be concerned about. They will. They will. They will. Yeah. It is certain. Yes. It is sure. Uh, they will die and disappear if you will believe and not doubt. That means you got to start out believing and you got to stay believing. Yes. Don't start out believing, step to doubting, flip back and forth. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways is what James said. And don't let him think he's going to receive anything of the Lord. Why? Because uh, God can't meet faith and doubt. He can only meet faith because doubt has nothing to do with God. He can't move in that that flow. So uh, he said, they will die and disappear if you will believe and not doubt, just like I did with the fig tree. So Jesus had to believe and not doubt, right? Uh, And Mark 11, uh, verse 12 tells us, that Jesus went up to a fig tree to to take figs off of it. Mm -hmm. And although it advertised that it had figs because it had leaves, it didn't. Jesus spoke to it. He talked to it. Mm -hmm. Jesus talked to things. He talked to things and things obeyed him. Things obeyed him. So Jesus was telling Brother Norval, talk to things. Those gross are things. They will obey you. So he said, talk to them. That's a mountain in your life. Mm -hmm. 
Don't admire the mountain. Remove it. Don't be impressed by the mountain. Remove it. Uh, We're to talk to the mountain. What thing? Mark 11, 23. uh, Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be cast into the sea and shall not doubt, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Notice this. Uh, Whosoever shall say unto this, unto this mountain. You talk to the mountain. Too many times we miss it because we're talking about the mountain. Talking about the mountain, the mountain grows. (laughs) Talking to the mountain, the mountain gets removed. You decide what direction that mountain goes. Then some talk to the mountain with their eyes on the mountain. Uh, you, you talk to the mountain with your eyes on the mountain mover. Yes. Meaning yes. You can't, your faith yes. won't be effective when your attention is on the opposition. Yes. Your faith is effective when he, God, his word, yes. and what he says holds your attention. Yes. Yes. Amen. Yes. So Jesus said to him, he said, that's a mountain in your life, talk to it. Yes. Tell it what you want done. Look at that phrase. Jesus said, tell that mountain what you want done. Not what that mountain's decided. Not what that mountain came to do. You tell that mountain what you want done and it will obey you if you do it in my name. With the power of that name. Meaning you're not doing this based on your ability. You're doing it based on the ability of his name. The power of his name performs it. You're not performing it. All God needs for you to do is say it. His power performs it when we say it in his name. Amen. 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 God's the doer of this. God needs our doing of what we say. He needs our words. But his is... He works it. Amen. This is why it really, if we, if we really believed that things, that God's power Mm -hmm. would go into operation when we say something, how much more saying would we be doing? Think about that. How much more saying would we be doing if we really believed that when we spoke things that are in a line with God's word, that it gave permission or assigned God's power that God would perform those words. If we really believe that, brother, we'd be talking to things all around us all day long. Amen. Amen. We wouldn't let these truths slip. So he said, tell it, tell that mountain what you want done and it will obey you if you do it in my name. Curse the roots of those growths. So he was telling him specifically, this is what you're to do. Curse the roots of those growths. They will die and wither away and disappear if you will believe and and not doubt. So he said that twice to him. Why? Because this is where people miss it. This is where people miss it. So Brother Norville said, I came back uh, from heaven. And he said, and I was in my living room. 
Now, the natural mind's going to think, boy, I just had a real experience. Yeah. Something spectacular, something yeah. supernatural yeah. has just happened. He, uh, <clears throat> the natural man would think they'll go in there, they'll lay hands on, on, on her, right. they'll curse those gross, mm -hmm. and brother, it'll happen just like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, uh, that didn't happen. <laughs> Not just like that, but we assume. Yeah. Yeah. We assume right. yes. because we had a spectacular dealing. Yes. Yes. That it's going to be, it's going to be um, quick. Yeah. 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 Faith doesn't care how quick. Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. Faith does not care how long it has to stand right. because, yes. because what it's standing on is so certain. Yes. So yes. what it's standing on is yes. so sure, so yes. firm. Yes. Doesn't matter how long you stand there. Yes. Yes. Amen. So Brother Norville said, I came back and he said, he said, I, I thought to myself, I'm going to go in her bedroom and I'm going to do just what Jesus said. And he said, there were all these thoughts. Oh, she's got a friend in there. Don't embarrass her. Don't, don't go in there and do that in front. See, don't, the devil was yeah. not only trying to talk him out of that, he was trying to put a passing of time between hearing and obeying. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because the longer we take to obey after we've heard, the more opportunity the devil has to try to get us into doubt about what we heard. Yeah. I've learned this, that if God tells me to do something, for example, if God says, give that person money, the quicker I do it, the less I have to struggle in my thought box. Yes. Why? If I delay doing it, I'm giving time for the enemy to trouble my thought life yes. about yes. what God yeah. just said to me. Yes. So the quicker you obey. Yeah. Yes. And really, you know, the word tells us that when the sower sows the word, the devil comes when? Immediately to steal that word yes. that's sown. Yes. How do we keep that immediate... Uh, that immediate attack of the thief yeah. from stealing that word, we act on it immediately. Yeah. 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 We act on it before he shows up to steal it. That's right. yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen. We're quicker to the draw, baby. So Brother Norville said when he came back at, from that experience of heaven, he said, just bombarding thoughts. Don't go, don't, don't, don't embarrass her. Yeah. Don't go in and do it. Do it later. Do it later. What's he doing? He, the devil's trying to buy time, right. buy yes. time, yeah. Yeah. buy time to work against his mind, right. to work against brother Norval's mind, just work against it, trying to get him to doubt. And not only that, once he comes back from an experience like that, there's a momentum of that anointing on that. Oh, yes. 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 And that momentum of, of anointing will play a role yes, sure. in the degree of power that yes. operates. Yes. 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 Amen. So Brother Norville uh, heard all of those uh -huh. challenges or <laughs> against his mind, and he said, so you know what I did? I got up and I went in there. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, right in front of her friend and everybody, I laid hands on her, and I cursed those yes. gross, and I told them to leave yes. her body. Yes. And he said, and I looked at her hand, and all 46 of them were still staring at me. <laughs> Why it doesn't matter. Yeah. Jesus said they will die. Yeah. They will. Yeah. This is absolute. Yeah. This is absolute. Yeah. If you believe in doubt. Yeah. So he said from then on, he said, I just walked around my house. Now his story changed. He was no longer saying, God heal her. Now he was saying, thank you for healing her. Yes. You see, now he's praising God yes. for the healing. He wasn't Pray, he wasn't uh, cursing them over and over every day. 
See, he did it. He did it. He believed that that power went in. Now, what's he, what, what, what would be appropriate? Thank you that the power's working. Yes, yes. yes. Thank you that it works. Yes. The, your faith keeps the power of God moving. Yes. yes. Praise is an act of faith that puts the power of God in motion and keeps it in motion till the answer is fulfilled. Yes. Till the need is met. Amen. So that's what he's doing for every day, every day. Now you would have think because of that, that, it, that uh, supernatural experience, spectacular, that it happened quick for 40 days, 40 days. He just kept at it. Thanking God that that power was working. Just kept at it and kept at it and kept at it. Um, on the 40th day, they all disappeared in a moment of time. A moment. One, one moment she, was, she had looked at her hands and saw them. The next moment she looked away, looked back, and every one of them were gone. That's what belongs to us, the power of that name. But it's waiting for our words. I said it's waiting for our words. Jesus asked Brother Norval, how long are you going to put up with? So I, that would be my title. How long are you going to put up with dot, 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 whatever it is you're putting up with. Most of us don't even recognize that we are putting up with what we should not be putting up. Sometimes it's just been such a way of life, such a part of our life that we, we just think it belongs in our life when it really doesn't. So pay attention. What have, ask yourself, what have I been putting up with? Whether it's in your family, whether it's in your finances, whether it's in your body, whether it's in your mind. Amen. Whether it's in your, your marriage, what have you been putting up with? We will have in our life everything we put up with. Our life is a picture of what we're putting up with. People can look at our life and know what we're putting up with. Why? Because our lives are full of what we're putting up with. Amen. If we don't like it, we have to quit putting up with it. If you give a crooked leg a choice, it'll stay crooked. We don't give things a choice. By being silent, Amen. by not talking to it, we're giving yeah. it a choice. Yeah. And sickness will choose to stay. Yeah. Pain will choose to stay. Yeah. Disease will choose to stay because what we don't resist has the permission to stay. Yeah. Amen. Uh, so if we give things a choice, they will remain. If we give depression a choice, it'll stay. If we give tormenting thoughts a choice, they'll stay. Uh, if we give, if we give uh, fear a choice, it will stay. But we have a choice. Amen. Word says, God said, I set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Choose life. So we choose to not put up with what isn't of the flow of life. Amen. Well, we're learning a lot. I said we're learning a lot. We're stirring ourselves up about what things that we know. And so we invite you to join us next time. And until next time, remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. In Nancy Dufresne's classic book, The Greatness of God's Power, 
She teaches how God wants us to know His power that is in our direction. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. We invite you to join us for our annual prayer conference here at World Harvest Church in Marietta, California, April 4th through the 6th. For more information, visit our website at DufresneMinistries.org. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.